Oh, happy 10th anniversary, man. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Hi, it's, ep- it's episode X. It is, it's ep- episode X. Episode X. Episode X. Well done. We made it. We made it. Um, they say that, you know, most podcasts fold in the first. <laughs> uh, I don't know. When do they fold? When do they? Oh, fold? I did. Nothing, I... That I'm at, nothing that I'm on folds quickly. Jeez. Oh, good. Good. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stick. I'm a stayer, a sticker. You're a stalwart. I'm a, I'm a keeper. I'm a, a lover. Joker. Yeah. I'm a smoker. smoker. <laughs> um, yeah. I heard uh, recently that there is um there is a period it's something like i can't remember was it 7 weeks or something like that that i heard on a podcast recently uh where they tend to fold oh uh so we've we've made it past that which is good um listen i can't go for too long i've got a hard out john good i thought that you were standing funny um oh no i don't i don't mean to uh no i i think i'm i'm just i'm i'm energetic good Good. I, mean, I, I like a bit of energy. Right. Uh, have we done the show notes? Uh, yeah. They're not right. So you've got oh. you've got a new podium thing yeah. that has really amazing new show notes, and we don't have them set up for this today because we um, totally do. We do. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Um, so it will be in the. Well, what I'll do is uh, if you've got your email right there. Uh, yeah, I'll email this to okay. John at, at the at the uh, at the lack of obsec dot dot John. So that's uh, that's gone to you now. Um, so so we used the new show notes system on uh, Leopard last week, and I really like it, Mark. Well done, oh. you made a thing. You made a thing. <laughs> Thank um, you. So at the moment, we uh, we have been using uh, a kind of a, a hacked together workflow for most of our shows. And um, Mark has added some new features to Podium, which I think he mentioned last time on Thread, which have uh, sort of streamlined and pr- brought things together into one cohesive place. That's right. Um, uh, particularly we... nice is the ability to send you a poo emoji. <laughs> yep. During the live show. During a record. Um, one of the things I'm going to absolutely do, um, because it's going to be really cool, is uh, another little tab on the toolbar is a, a show title suggesting thing. Oh, so people that's very relevant just, to us. Yeah, it is. Uh, and to a lot of shows that record in this kind of like live-to-tape kind of style. Um, and uh, so, yeah, having, having some kind of suggestion where people can um, su- submit a show title and maybe then upvote, downvote. Uh, and maybe even make it a public uh, accessible place so that if anyone were, for example, doing a show that was live to listeners, um, they could go to a, a, an easy address and um, vote on show titles. But that's 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 for another it's for another moment it's for another oh, day. That's, that's, that's interesting. <sighs> so there, so, so there we are. So we'll we'll be the time has come to put away childish things. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be talking about this. Um, yes, I'll be talking about this and, and the uh, workflow uh, of production in this week's episode of Platform, the Podium podcast, with uh, with my good buddy Brendan Hutchins. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. I'll be recording the episode later today, and that will go out on Friday, and we will be um, talking about our particular workflows for the different types of shows that we produce uh, and how um, the very you know w- what various tools we use uh, and how they all sort of fit together. Cool. Um, that's a, that, that, that sounds very cool. Yeah, so um, we we should probably uh, follow up then. Um, you had a you 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 um, you submitted a link straight away uh, that is in the show notes for because uh, uh, it's it's just a, a bit of follow on from last week about um, mashup songs. 
Yeah, so uh, I I can't remember how. Oh, I know. I was talking about the fact that I can't hear uh, the Beatles in Oasis songs. And then when we were just kind of mashing together links for last week's show notes, uh, you'd mentioned um, that there was available on the internet a mashup of Imagine and No, I've done this wrong. Was it Wonder? Tell me the tell me the songs, Mark. I, I, I no, I, I never said there was a mashup. Um, oh, okay. I just said that there was there is a. Um, oh, you could hear, you yeah, can hear. Yeah, it's the same chord sequence in, in the same which, key. It played in the song? same style. Uh, it's um, John Lennon's Imagine and um, the Oasis's... Um, Don't Look Back in Anger. Don't Look Back in Anger, thank you. So I typed those into Google and it turns out that people have actually transposed the two songs onto one another to, to make a mashup because of the internet. Yes. Uh, because that's how it works. Yes. And um, I had that kind of playing in the background and I was still trying to kind of hear it. I can kind of hear it. I think it's a little bit... It's like, it's, well done, you've got the same notes. Yes. It's more than it actually sounds the same. But mm-hmm. because YouTube autoplays, I suddenly got treated to more of the same thing right and oh god it's just it's the worst genre of youtube i've ever come across mark (laughs) people just taking songs that have roughly the same notes and putting them onto one another so the one that played on straight afterwards was hotel californication (laughs) which was the eagles versus the red hot chili peppers yeah it's not good no, most mashups aren't good um, because I think most mashups are made by people who don't understand. And I don't I don't mean this to be as mean as it's going to sound, but I think mm. most mashups are made by people without a fundamental understanding of um, the form of music. So key, uh, keys, uh, key chord structures and keys and things like that. And they don't really understand that you can't just put two songs together that you think will work because they've Mm. got to be in the right key the chord sequences um if there's a chord progression in the two songs they have to match and and you know you might have to tweak one of the the backing tracks in order to make it match uh i i enjoy making mashups a great deal um do you yeah i I just i just pissed on your parade there no not not in the slightest i uh i enjoy the process um and i i do it very rarely because i i I, for the most part i only do it when the idea strikes like if i hear a song and think oh actually that could gel well with this i don't sort of sit and go i'm going to make a mashup what two songs can i collide together uh i had an idea for one and then google i mean most of the ideas i've had for for mashups are have already been done um so i do them just because it's it's fun to to play with them um but one of the, the 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 best ones is a song called um, "Bang Bang," which is um, that one that goes "Bang Bang" into the room. You make me wanna bang bang right. it, and it's that mixed with "Toxic" and uh, by Britney Spears, and it works really, really well. It's a really good mashup. <clears throat> it's 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 legit good. Um, and so I made one at the end of last year. I made a couple actually, but one of them was um, Smash Mouth's All Star, which is sort of Hello Internet Route One that you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> Hello World. That's the Hello World of mashups <laughs> mixed with. Um, wait, it's using the now. It's using the um, Smash Mouth backing track. And uh, the vocals from Jackson 5's I Want You Back. Okay. And uh, that is also linked up in the show notes. Um, And that one managed not to go through the SoundCloud copyright filter. They are, SoundCloud are very shrill about, they get very, very panicked very easily when they sniff out any kind of copyright infringement. They're they're very, um, 
they get really panicked about it and they send these really stern like you can feel the engineers who are like this is an algorithm an algorithm oh no copyright and that's like the tone of the email whereas youtube if that happens it goes um hey just just so you know uh we've look you've used some music here that's not your own don't worry you're not in trouble they actually say in the email you're not in trouble uh yeah and it says you're not in trouble your account is still in good standing you just can't monetize the video that's all and like it's just this sort of look just so you know this is a thing that's happened don't freak out whereas soundcloud is you're a bad person you did a bad thing and it's a bad thing no you didn't uh, no well you know i mean by the letter of the law sure um but it's also creativity and that's how it works Mm. So that's mm. good. That's mm, that's good follow up. Um, so my um, my my first exposure. Oh, I got a question. Question mm. on this this one. Um, <clears throat> so bit of a bit of an on the nose route one ball here for you, yeah. mate. Um, is is this is this like a, yeah another example of white people doing black people music wrong? Because um, like hip hop samples things and it sounds good. <laughs> uh, is this a white? This is a white person genre, isn't it? This is like. I'm going to put two things together, but I'm not going to do it with any artistry. I'm just going to what put you, them on top of one another. Um, I bet I bet it's all white people doing it, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to... I don't. Uh, that's oddly enough, I sort of I don't want to make it a race thing, but sure, I mean, we'll go with it. Um, it's, it's not a race. It's, it's not necessarily a race thing. It's more, uh, it's more, more of a discourse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello. Um, no, that link's not going to work. I'll have to take that one out. I just added a link in and it didn't do it right. Okay. I was just, uh, I didn't want to click on it because it would have played. Um, my first uh, exposure to to, <laughs> mash, to the mashup genre was a live thing when mm-hmm. I, when I, when I was a boy. Um, my mate's band, they used to uh, get requests to um, play Self-Esteem by The Offspring because it was a popular song. Mm. Um, but the singer didn't know any of the words, so he just used to sing The Passenger by Iggy Pop <laughs> over the top of it. And it works really, really, really well. Um, and the, the Offspring are an interesting one in this because uh, they are the one that I can convincingly hear the the other songs in their songs. Yeah. So um, uh, Get a Job is yeah. Oobla Dee Oobla Da by The Beatles much more than any... Yes. Um, ...than any... Oasis song has ever been a Beatles song. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's that's. Very I think fair. Mark and Large used to do that. Actually, that wouldn't surprise me. Oh, is that with a link then? I think they used to sing "Badiyubladar" at the top of that song when it was in the in the hit parade. Yeah, yeah. That, that wouldn't mm. surprise me at all. Um, I I I did a little bit of a live mashup. I was responsible for it. We quoted another song in a song, so we we did our cover of uh, "Teenage Kicks." And it's the same chord sequence, uh, or it's, it's very similar to, um, there was a song that was popular at the time. I think it was the pigeon detectives and it's the one that goes going out with, is she going out with? And so we just, we, we took the instrumental break of, uh, of that and just sang, started singing that and which was quite fun. Uh, so yeah, um, good. Am I doing something wrong without, um, breaking the fourth wall too much in terms of adding links in here? A little bit. Um, are yeah, you I'm using the bookmarklet? Uh, okay. Because that'll be easier. That'll be easier. I'll do it later. That's what I do. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll fix it in the edit. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely fine. Mm, that might happen. Oh, have you been to Instructions for Humans, Mark Stedman? No, mate. Okay. 
Have you cleaned up some, have you collected some cat piss, John Hickman? No, I haven't, but I've got lots of updates on cat piss for Brilliant. you. Brilliant. Um, so the, 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 the vets are supplying more special sand. <laughs> uh, and I just need to go and get the special sand. Yeah. Um, so, so that's good. I ran insurance quotes, uh, to see if I was getting ripped off mm-hmm. and, oh my God, am I getting ripped off? Uh, the, the highest cost for insurance that I can find is, um, uh, uh elsewhere is 19, 19 pounds. Right. Uh, I'm, cur- I'm currently paying 17. Um, the kicker here is that I've actually just had the renewal notice through and it's gone up from 17 to 22 pounds. Ah. Mark, percentage wise, how much of an increase is that? Oh, dude, you're asking. I'm, uh, I'm basically, um, enumerate. That's not a word, but that's, you? yeah, yeah. I can't do simple maths. You're illiterate about numeracy because yep. you don't even know the word. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's a big increase. It's a big know. increase. I mean, I, I know that much. Um, so, uh, so that now pushes it above the highest quote in the market. And I'm not even sure what that other quote covers, but I think it covers more than what I, than what I've currently got. Mm. Um, and as cheap as, even for a cat still of her age, as cheap as, um, three pounds. Wow. Um, which is kind of what I originally started at, yeah. at paying. So um, uh, we had some uh, some listener feedback on mm. the issue, which was, uh, dude, just put money in a jar. Yes, um, yeah, that's probably the thing to think thing to do here. Yeah. But um, I'm glad I've started the process of getting this in order because the renewal the renewal letter is here now. Mm-hmm. So one of my one of my anxieties was I was going to phone up the insurance company and they were going to insurance company me. Yeah, they were going. They were going to be. Oh well, you've got your late cancellation fee of uh, thirty-five pounds. Uh, you've got to, of course, uh, pay the tax on this. Uh, and there's a administration Surcharge. charge, and uh, and uh, you will need to complete the final uh, final two months uh, premiums as well, sir. And uh, if you do that today, of course, you'll lose your direct debit discount, sir. So there's a final bill of a hundred pounds for um, you today. For you today. For you yeah. today. How is that for yourself? Oh. <sighs> Please take all your personal belongings with you um, before oh. disembarking from the train. Uh, the train is now then, pulling in at the next station stop. And then go to the cash point and use your PIN number in the ATM machine. <laughs> How do you like my uh, CMS system? Oh, mate. So ah. what are you going to do? Are, are you going to go with a new insurer or are you going to put some money in a jar? Um, I, I, I think... I, I, I don't think I'm brave enough to, to fully drop out of the system. No. Now it's it, it's like you needed to do that over time yes yes absolutely and now that people are pointing out that she's getting old yeah um yeah there's likely to be a vet's bill at some point yeah so I, I think what i need to do is i need to understand the tiers of the insurance though because there's like there's accident only and there's um theft uh, there's fire and yeah, theft third party fire, fire and theft, theft. um yeah there's there's like an accident only one, and then there's one that's um, water damage. A, <laughs> Sorry, uh, and, and and if your cat gets damaged, we'll replace you with a new one up to the same value. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, no, there's there's a there's a there's a type of policy which is a uh, unlimited conditions, but limited claims per condition. Right. So you're allowed up to a value of vet's bills per condition and then you need to the cat needs to have a different condition if you take another claim okay <laughs> yeah and then there's then there's uh, then there's a a total 
amount that you can claim in a year policy and then there's like a fully comprehensive uh you know we, we throw in back massages and a mimosa <laughs> with this insurance policy uh a mimosa. To, a mimosa, <laughs> yes oh my god kickstarter for cocktails for cats <laughs> let's do that <laughs> what are we sitting around here for uh cuba libre uh <laughs> That's uh, that's just rum and coke, really. Yeah. Uh, what else have you got? Um, <laughs> Meowtini. 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 Uh, um, nice. A. Um, mm, no. I, 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 that's, that's it. That's you carry on, and I'll keep coming <laughs> up with them. I can't do it quickly. Okay, I'll name a cocktail, and you, uh, Cosmopolitan. Catsmopolitan. Uh, Catsmopolitan. Well done. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bloody Mary. Um, bl- don't want to leave dead air. Bloody mm. Mary. Old fashioned. Yeah, I was thinking about old fashioned because that's one of the first Manhattan and old fashioned were one of the two that I was trying to think of names for. And I got I got flustered. <laughs> oh, well, if any if anyone's listening and you come up with some better cat cocktails, please. Oh, please do. S- send them in but we are going to take them and steal them yeah and and we are going to have a kickstarter and we're going to make millions mm-hmm. um, so don't be bitter about it uh, no. if you send if you send them in indeed oh um so i think i think that's where i am with 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 cat piss i've spoken to the vets <laughs> uh, uh interesting the, the vets have got a different date of birth for the cat than i had when i was calculating the insurance quotes Ooh. so i'm going to go with the one that's on the record books i think i can safely do that yeah that should make the policies a bit cheaper uh and then yeah i'm going to i'm going to get the the cat sand and we're going to sort that out so i haven't got any piss yet (laughs) and we are going to um yeah we're going to work out one of these policies and and dump the other one using this window so i can't do that now for another two or three weeks i'll uh it'll start at the end of the other one so i'll I'll feed back in the new year very good where we are new year new insurance you're going to have to go to Instructions for Humans, though, Mark. You can't... No, I just know. Fall- I, I'm worried that you're falling behind. I... Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I... Oh, God. Um, so many bad memories. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's... Um, it just needs to... Uh, I'm just... I'm so important and busy. I'm Tell so, me about New I'm York. very important. New York um, I am leaving... Uh, I- very on a on on multiple jet planes uh early saturday morning um Amazing. so i'm trying to get everything done this week uh okay. that you know that that i need to get done uh so we're going to try and do oh god i just i had my eyes closed for a bit while i was just thinking i opened cool. them and then suddenly there was a cat perched on the uh, on the cat perch um uh, uh, ross goes in um, in playful mode um how they get you. My kids are calling those cat soft plays now. So cat soft, yeah, yeah, that's accurate. There was a very large one at a house we were at at the weekend, and oh, my youngest son was, "Daddy, what's this?" And I was like, "It's a cat soft play." Yes, and he was delighted with that. It was one that had like ramps and swinging hammocks and oh, bulls hanging yeah. on chains. And, I want, um, I want a whole big wall feature. It didn't have a mangle though, which is a uh, <laughs> back to this week's leopard. Yes, drops on Thursday. Listen up for that. Yes, it does. Uh, it's a nice one. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to try and record another one this week, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I mean, just need people to just tell you when they can record. I mean, sure. then you'll be fine, <laughs> won't you? Yeah. So um, okay, so this is mm, okay. This is this is a thing though with the with the new podium system, which I predicted we would fall foul of with Danny, and now we're falling foul of it with me. Yes. 
which is the the booking system, I think is a great idea. Um, but for whatever reason, I ha- I'm not able to mentally engage with it yet. Yeah. Um, so uh, is that on me or is that on you? Oh, I think it's on you. Is that you designing a feature that I don't want or need, or is that me just being a refuse Nick? Mark? Uh, no, it, it doesn't matter if you want or need it. It's not about you. <laughs> it's it's is the brute like if I you know if I, I'm I'm being brutal for comic effect, but if I'm being brutal, it's you know it's 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 trying to make it as convenient for you as possible as a as a guest recorder. But the the ultimate thing is it is for the podcast recorder so that they know. Yeah, when they need to get their ducks in a row and and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, um, um, yeah. So what are, mean, what are the things? What are the things that we can't communicate through the current system, which we could communicate through our old system? Is uh, well, these are the times that I'm available. But these are the times when I really want to record. Mm. Um, and there's no there's no facility for for that, which isn't a problem for this week, but will be a problem in the future because there's some really good recording dates where I'm not going to have any pressure, but I've got no way of communicating those to you anymore for sure. the planning stage. So I don't know how that... Yeah, no, I think that's good feedback. Um, and I've already had some uh, some notes on, on ways that, that we can improve the system and um, even just having uh, a, a box where you can fill in some notes and just say, uh, look, I've marked all of these days off, but these times yeah. work best for me, then that just helps the person... Uh, when they're they're looking through the dates to just bear that in mind. But as essentially what you're saying is, is you are the showrunner and I just need to fucking get in line. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. What are we doing this week on, on Leopard? <clears throat> um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't yet looked at my Where list. Where did we get to? We were, we were uh, in the X. Yeah, we've, we've done Finlon, the documentary filmmaker. That's where we left off. Oh, that was fun, that one. That was quite yeah. good. Um, and 53 more things to do in Zero Gravity. Uh, oh, that was, which is, they, yeah, which is very good. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be continuing along the Fs. Um, so, does that mean we've got Ford then, soon? Uh, soon enough, yeah. So, that'll be... if you. So, if you haven't listened to Leopard yet, that we are getting into a, a big moment soon. Yeah, um, I mean, we, we did it for Arthur. Um, we dedicated, hmm. um, I don't know, maybe three two-thirds three-quarters of an episode to talking about arthur because uh for if you don't know um we are taking apart the entire hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy universe um and putting it back together in alphabetical order so we we you know we, we've gone through everything um uh, and put it in a big list and now we're just doing it uh letter by letter and it sounds more fun than than it than it, it is more fun than it sounds um and so we've done things like you know uh argue uh, argument not i don't know why i said that we've done things like arthur and we've talked arthur mm-hmm. we've talked like uh, this week we talked about fenchurch uh that's the episode that's going out on thursday um and you know characters like that and like eddie the shipboard computer but also concepts and things that turn up and mm-hmm. we did an episode where we talked a lot about douglas himself because we were in the d's um and so at some point very soon we are going to do uh do forward which i think i mean sometimes it's hard to be able to know that we can dedicate a full episode to something because there are you know like if if it turns out that there are only two letters before ford then we can't do a full mm. episode on two letters so we have to do those two first quickly and then we can do the rest of the episode on ford um just mm. because of the way the alphabet works um so you know uh, and i won't know that yet until we um until i start putting the next few together um so yeah we'll, we shall see I, I think one of the things about the show that probably 
would be uh, the basis to recommend it to people who aren't necessarily Hitchhikers fans. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not so much that we're in it, but obviously you, you've got enough patience to listen to us talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you might, so you might enjoy that as a thread listener. But um, I think that where the show is actually probably at its best is when we get to talk about our modern day technology um, and concerns through through the lens of 1970s sci-fi. It's strangely effective, I think. As a as an outlet for talking about um, where we are now, yeah. Because um, um, the, the the fact is, some of the items, you know, I wanted to put them in because I'm a completionist, um, mm. but some of them are quite thin, you know. Uh, and sometimes there are there are repeated jokes, or there's the rule of thirds in comedy, which means that um, mm. you talk, you you create three funny names to serve one joke. Now, all yes. three funny names may be scattered across the alphabet but they all need to be served and so <clears throat> when essentially they've, they've all served the same joke like um uh the a bar that ford and hot black desiato used to go and uh and, and pretend to be health inspectors in that's mm. that's got two or three um instances of the same of the same joke and so when mm-hmm. that happens we then have to frame it in different ways and that enables uh the 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 other the, the panelists on the show to um, be able to talk about things that aren't actually related to that, but just use it as a str- as a springboard, as a starting point, as a catalyst. Yeah, yeah. And um, we, I, I think, some of the sort of philosophical stuff we've done. Yeah, you know, we've done a lot of stuff about AI mm-hmm. and and emotions and mental health and all sorts of virtual reality, of virtual reality. Yeah, uh, and, conservation and rewilding and yeah, yeah. It's been it's been quite fascinating. It's it's such a different show to most of the other shows that I'm involved in. Um, it's a really satisfying, it's a very different process, <laughs> even though we are still pretty feral on it and you have a <laughs> horrible time editing us down. Um, some of the edits this week are so tight, so sharp, Mark, you've done really, really, really well. Cause there was, um, there was good material that I know is on the cutting room floor, but then there are also really, really hard joins that you've made look just, natural you you do such a good job at that and it's such a contrast to this show where um we we inevitably talk over one another um and where it goes out totally in the raw Mm -hmm. um it's yeah it's 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 nice to be doing a show like that as well as a show like this and a show like um a show like runner pod um it's it's nice to get that kind of different contrast going on absolutely and um thank you yeah um and and you and you know you you your scripts as well as you say there are things where we have to go off in a different approach in a different way and i think that's that's testament to your to your script writing as well really mate oh. that, that, we, that we can do those things oh god this is getting a bit that was nice let's, oh. let's get out let's get out of this cul-de-sac with me being nice mate let's all right let's reverse let's reverse how about uh how about the plan.co.uk and it's uh it's it's new uh lick of paint um yeah. as uh as given to it by the the technology known as css grid or nick yeah so this was this was homework um my my website is a perennial embarrassment to me um and it, a while back i needed to uh un- unhook it from most of what was there totally and just put something up. There was a bit of a holding page. So, I, so I did that. And at the time I grabbed one of these grid frameworks that we spoke about last week, which are uh, very, very comprehensive um, CSS 
frameworks uh, that will control layout and control other, other things as well. <clears throat> so almost like an, an off-the-peg system for building the page, and then you just drop things into the slots. And as part of homework, which was to build something for each other in CSS Grid, I took out probably about 50 lines of CSS and replaced them with one line, <laughs> which was uh, <laughs> using CSS Grid Spec, and I built exactly the same page doing it. Um, it's just fantastic fantastic to have that level of control that we actually used to have to create these very very verbose css frameworks for mm-hmm. in very simple lines of code now you can do a lot more with css grid than what i've done here which is just three columns lined up alongside each other um, and i could have built those three columns lining up alongside each other using uh other css methods which still would have been shorter than the framework but wouldn't be as short as the one line that i've got mm-hmm. here uh, i'd have had to set up a, a couple of floats um yes. On those, on those three things to really do that. Or I could have used the co- those columns. There is a columns. Um, yeah, which is part thought. of Flexbox. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so these are, these are all different uh, tools, uh, different ways of uh, approaching the same problem, which is that uh, basically the web is written as a linear, uh, straight, top-down uh, mm-hmm. form. That's the way you write your HTML, which is, you know, so you have HTML, which is the content and then presentational code, which is how that is displayed is, is written in this language called CSS, which has lots of curly brackets. And, um, mm-hmm. you take the, you know, in its ba- most basic form, you take the HTML element. So like a title, uh, title tag was a bad example, like a P tag for a paragraph. And you say, uh, okay, well, this P tag is going to have this color and it's going to be format. Uh, it's going to have this line height, this font and these margins and padding around it and stuff. And you write that in CSS and it's not that complex. Um, it can get very, very, very complex. Um, because of the, of the, the CSS, the nature of it is, is it's, it's cascading, which means that, um, you can add rules upon rules upon rules and they all fall back uh, and cascade downwards depending on um on how you set things up so it, it it's it's got really complex over the years but because essentially html is a straight up linear format um there have been all of these sort of hacks and 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 basic uh, all, all these sort of ways that people have tried to make css um and make web pages look more interesting and allow you to pack more information into one page so as screens get bigger you want to be able to show information in columns uh things like that and um css has has grown these sort of hacks to to butt one column up against another and we've all we all use the same kinds of hacks and now this year sort of most of the well all of the browsers are are on board with this new format where you can now explicitly say in this screen resolution or format um these this this linear section of text actually gets displayed as a column here this one gets displayed as a column here and it's it's really really comprehensive and and really flexible um and you don't end up with lots of um horrible looking code in your html because you just write linearly and then the css can sort of work around that which is really nice it is. I've got another another thing which is still a work in progress, but which um, I'm happy to go in the show notes, which is um, I'm building, uh, this is the single serving website that I promised you, uh, at plan.co.uk forward slash grid event. <laughs> I'm building a little advent calendar. Where oh. I'm going to put a different grid resource every day. So I haven't <laughs> populated it with any content and it needs a nice background color, but um it's the the basic structure is is there at the moment. But uh, a quick point of debate for you here, Mark Stedman. Okay. 
Sorry. Doesn't have doesn't have a calendar have twenty five or twenty four doors? Oh, uh, well, isn't usually twenty four, but then twenty four is a big door. I think I, I think it's supposed to be twenty four, um, but I think most calendars have twenty five because you want to open one on Christmas Day. But that's not technically Advent, so I guess if you're no. going to be more traditional, it would be twenty four. And often um, the last door is a double door, not a Dumbledore, but a double Dumbledore. Door. Double door, double door. That's uh, that's a Lego movie joke. Did you know you? Oh, I didn't. Didn't know that. Have you not seen? No, not the new oh, one. Okay. Not the Lego there's... Batman. I'd like there's... to. No, I'm no, the the, the the Lego movie. Oh, was it in the Lego movie? Oh, in I forgot the Lego movie. movie. I forgot about it when they meet Dumbledore <laughs> and um, yeah, the, the character can't say his name because Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> anyway, that's, it, that's it. That's in the weeds now. Yeah. So I had some advent calendars as a child where twenty four was a bigger door. Mm-hmm. Um. That creates problems when you're laying out, out out a grid because you've got to kind of think, where do I want the bigger door to be? And then how does that affect the flow of rows and columns? Mm-hmm. Um, increasingly, there's a 25th door now, you're absolutely right, uh, which in my kids' one last last year was like a, like a, like a full-size chocolate bar. Oh, wow. Rather than a... Uh, they had a Thornton. Yeah. They, they had Thornton's one, so it was like a little drop of chocolate each day. And then like a long chocolate bar thing along the bottom but i've right. seen it done with um mars bars or whatever in the in, okay. in the as well but also are you aware of this thing about uh, these the 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 advent calendars now where they don't have something every day no. they're every other day every other day advent calendars is this to teach children is this to bring up a new generation of children that aren't entitled millennials so they don't think that they're automatically entitled to things no no <laughs> <Okay>. that's <laughs> that's not what's happened <laughs> What has happened is that um, no, no. I mean, you're right. You're right to go down the millennials' route here. Um, so, the the queen bee of the millennials, um, Zoella. Zoella. <laughs> That's amazing. You're not doing a bit, no. No. Okay. All right. I love the fact that that I, I legit actually got it. I'm really, I'm really pleased with myself. Because right. I'd never seen a Zoella video, and uh, but I only know who she is through references, and the fact that I I got there um, makes me very very pleased. Um, okay, so um, I'm I'm really not adding links into this thing, right? I've added the link for you, but it's <laughs> I need to add the clipper. Uh, yeah, because you need to actually go to the website instead of just. I did go to the website. No, that was you the website. probably I didn't. The URL anyway. Uh, if you go to Boots, uh, you can buy a Zoella advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, that's what the kids like these days. Mm. However, because she's a millennial, right? <laughs> she's she's not going to put in a full shift. Oh no, no sirree! She's going to give you a twelve-door advent calendar. Oh uh, what? Now, what what do you do with the twelve-door advent calendar? Uh... Do you start it the December before, and then you have one a month? Do you start it twelve weeks before and have one a week? Do you start it on the twelfth? Is it that? Is it? Uh, do Do you start it on the twenty sixth and go for a twelve days of Christmas? Oh, that's nice. No, no, I you're supposed when to do Apple it. Used to do that. You're supposed to do it every other day. Yeah, 12 I days. I that. that. That was, so that was early on in the App Store history. Yeah. To, to basically encourage people who had received a device to engage with the various product ranges. So there would be some music, some video. Yep. There would be some games. There would be some productivity apps. Yeah, you get one every uh, day. Yeah, it, it was, was, it was very, very 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 good but now that they know that they've got you locked in mm. um they've they've discontinued that but it was nice i got some good apps through that yeah. and some, i got uh, i think christmasy ted came out one year 
Oh, as, lovely. As, yeah, so I've got that in my iTunes library yeah. for in case it's not on every day on E4 over Christmas, which it is. Yes. Um, I would add that to the show notes, but I think we've already <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, oh yeah, and, we have. And I can't <laughs> think to the show notes. Um, yeah, no, so apparently this, this advent calendar has caused a huge, a huge stink. Mm. Um, and uh, Zoella's just sat there going, well, I'm making money, so. Mm. Screw you. Unlucky. Yeah, so oh, so 12-day advent calendars, that's what the millennials like. It's got an avocado in day one. <laughs> um, it's got no chance of a mortgage in day, in day two, etc., <laughs> uh, etc. Et Very nice. Um, are you uh, are you interested in my homework? I am interested in your homework. I, w- I wouldn't like you to uh, do a natural ad read first, and then we'll come back to your homework. Okay. Um, I don't have the copy. You don't have the copy? Okay. No. All right. Um, you can just you can just wing it. Okay, sure. We had, uh, did we have copy last time? Yeah. Uh, well, we also had someone who knew what the thing was we were advertising. Do you want me um, to do your homework and I'll do an ad read afterwards? Okay. I was just thinking sometimes adverts come in the middle. I was trying to mix it no, up. No, no, you, you were right to do the thing when, when we were going to do... You, you, were, you have done nothing wrong. Uh, I just don't <laughs> know what to say. Apart yeah, from, I mean, I can little... tell people to go to a website, but um, I'd like to be able to make a good case for it because it's worth doing. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing, right, John? Yeah, well, it would have been a nice, uh, nice rhythm there. We have one piece, and then we have the advert, and then we mm-hmm. come back and we finish the piece. That's, I mean, support for this what, episode. That's what they do on. Uh, that's what they do on the Hello Internet. Yeah, support for this episode is brought to you by Oxfam, and we would uh, appreciate you going to oxfam.org.uk/thread uh, if you want. You can help to support Oxfam by giving the gift of charity. So, uh, rather than you know, if you if you want to buy a goat, you can buy a goat. Um, but what you can do is you could you can also as a gift you can support one of Oxfam's campaigns um, and uh, if you go to oxfam.org.uk slash thread you can help beat UK poverty uh, and that is one of the um, that is one of the campaigns that we have chosen here that we think uh, would be uh, very very worthwhile so uh, as the website says despite being one of the world's richest countries uh, poverty is rising in the UK. It is a huge injustice, but your gift will help to set it right by fighting pr- uh, poverty on your doorstep from helping people to learn new skills to tackling inequality and ending uh, dependence on food banks, which is a big deal. This gift means you're doing what it takes to help push for a fairer, more equal society here in the UK. You can do so from the paltry uh, amount of £25. Uh, and you could buy one, you can buy several, and you can give them as gifts, and you will be supporting um, investment in the future of uh, UK projects. So do go to oxfam.org.uk slash thread and uh, consider that for the next uh, secret Santa that you've got to give your family and you don't know what the hell to, to buy them. Why don't you buy them something that will help fight poverty? do 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 that was beautiful. Was that all right? Yeah. Have you tried uh, CSS Grid yourself, Mark? Got yeah, for me? I have. Um, uh, can you do me a favour and go to yeah. round2.fm? Round number two? Yep, round number two.fm. I do like to do a round number two. It comes up very well on the Bristol School scale. Wah, <laughs> 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 um, Oh, wow. 
round two, motherfucker. Right, okay. Nice. So um, this is a uh, th- this is a website. If you if you want to visit it yourself, obviously you can do uh, round two fm uh, round two dot fm. And um, I sort of went for fm because mf is not a, d- a domain suffix that you can buy at the moment. But um, mm-hmm. there is a slogan that I've been living by uh, for the last um, few days, and it's something that I'm aiming to uh, to continue to live by. And it's it's kind of a, a pep talk. It's kind of if you uh, if you've ever seen Halt and Catch Fire, it's kind of my spraying mutiny on the uh, on the wall of uh, <coughs> of, of an, uh, an empty house um, at the end of uh, season one. And it's it's my motivational uh, thing to say you need to start getting up and uh, seizing the things that you want. Uh, don't be creepy. Don't take things that don't belong to you. Um, but it is uh, about taking what you think you should have instead of complaining that other people have got the things. Uh, so um, it, it's acknowledging when things go right for you and and being able to pay that back. So people get lucky all the time um and uh the the best thing you can do when you do get lucky when something falls in your lap is to pay it back uh by um expending effort and um making sure that uh, that you redress that balance and so um the the slogan is round 2 motherfucker fight and uh i have that scrawled in pieces of paper around my flat and uh friday night while i was eating a burrito bowl i i had this little talk with myself and then i thought oh i've got this homework to do um so i sat and and basically built this website um uh in a couple of hours using uh, css grid and so that is what that is cool and how did you find grid mate uh, it's good. Um, I like it. I mean, I, I am still quite uh, abstracted from a lot of it because I don't build that many websites from scratch anymore. But if I, you know, if I were to, um, this would be, uh, you know, incredibly useful. Um, I think, you know, as uh, it, it, it's a whole new shift in terms of the way we deal with things like multi-column layouts and stuff. And mm. it, it, it is... There's, there's, you know, there'll be a good book on this. Uh, and there's, there's a couple actually already. There's already um, a list of part one actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that will be very valuable to sit and read because the, the last big shift, it, which was, I, I got on board with in 2010, 11 ish, uh, I think 2010 was responsive design. Yes. And this just, this makes responsive design possible without hacks. Um, and, and that was the thing. Responsive design was still using some of these. And by that phrase, we're, we're basically meaning that you use the same code and the same website and it looks good on mobile, desktop, whatever, um, mm-hmm. at tablet. And, and the, the point being, you don't serve a different website, but you can choose what content you display and how you display that content. And, um, so yeah, uh, the, you know, I, I've, I've, put a bit of um a bit of responsive design into this page um and and i i i tried to go as bare bones as possible and not use any of the crutches that i'm um used to i wanted to make sure Mm -hmm. that i was going to properly go in and and actually figure this out which is why i spent a little bit longer doing it than than i would otherwise um no it it looks nice man um you've used the i noticed you've used the thing where you actually name the grid sections so there's you can just rely on numbers, um, uh, but you can also declare names for sections. So that's um, that's uh, that's interesting. I've not actually got around to doing that, that myself yet. Um, I, th- I think because I naturally tend to think in numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so maybe I very much I, don't. 
maybe I don't need to sort of work with that with that model. But um, you, it, the interesting thing is it makes your code really easy for me to read. Yes. So although I think in numbers when I'm transposing from a sketch to a screen, um, and that's whether I'm working on print or whether I'm working on screen, um, reading your code is much, much more, it's much, much clearer how it's been built because you've actually declared names for every line of the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that feels to me like actually that should be what I should do in my practice to help other people understand my code. Mm. Um, mm. So that's that's been formative for me. Thank you. Cool. So there you it's go. Been, it's, been, it's been great using it in class with students, though. It's, yeah. um, it's just lightened everything up and allowed us to move on to other things much, much more quickly because spending time working with them on float-based layouts or flex-based, mm-hmm. uh, flexbox-based layouts got quite old quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and trying to explain an abstract idea like a framework to them Mm. before they'd actually tried the other things that didn't work either you Absolutely. can't you can't skip that step no um so it's um yeah i think it's interesting and uh i think it'll be great to see where it goes in the future yes the future so our main topic ended up being about leopard didn't it and yeah, i think we really need to get into some homework and then wrap yeah seems about so right. mark so mark so mark it would be it would be mean for me to expect you to go. To, oh God, yeah, it's impossible to, to see uh, Pete's show this side of New York. <laughs> yeah, what do you need to do? Uh, what do I need to? Do? Oh God, oh so many things. Um, <laughs> just I'm I'm very important. Um, I've actually got something. I have got homework. Okay. Is it super secret homework? It is super secret homework. Okay. Well, that's not on the show, so it's not in the no, show. No, it's, so... it's not in the show. Oh. Not in the show, Mark. Not in the show. Can I say that I have to write some very, very important grown-up documentation um, mm. that at some point we will either be able to talk about because the documentation that I had to write came good or in a little bit, maybe a little bit more time, I'll be able to talk about it because it didn't work. Um, but it's it's the most grown up thing I've probably had to do. Um, I think more, possibly more grown up than than buying a flat. Um, and it is a completely alien thing. I, I've actually I'm very proud of myself, John, uh, because I've I've gone and consulted someone. Um, because I don't have to submit anything formal for this very important discussion yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I'm going to have an important discussion in New York, I went to um, a friend I know who knows a lot about the kind of information that I need to provide. So he's helping me um, understand what kinds of questions I might expect so I can go armed with uh, either answers or at least know that I don't know the answer and not be sidelined. sidelined uh, uh, uh blindsided by the question so um my my homework which i may end up having to do on the plane is to start preparing this very very important documentation and i will happily talk to you about that uh and i may even be able to talk to you depending on what time we record when i'm in new york um i may be able to talk to you about the results of the preliminary results of that okay that sounds 
great and nebulous, but let's do, let's get yeah. something that we can definitely get on tape next time. Is there a game for your iPad that you've been neglecting playing that you can play all the way to New York and report back on? <laughs> um no, but I'm wondering. Oh, yeah, no, actually, you're you're probably right. Uh, there's probably a bunch of Telltale games. Um, yeah, but there's also. I, I wonder if there's a. Didn't you want me to watch a TV series? Oh yes, I wanted you to watch How I Met Your Mother, and it's almost definitely going to be in the in-flight entertainment. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it could fall off the back of a truck and into my Plex, and then into my iPad. Playing a Telltale um, game is interesting, though, because I I'm sort of I I was enjoying, but never finished Back to the Future. Yeah. Actually, I tell you what, 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 and it will actually run on my iPad because I've got it. My, it was a bit the it was a bit crappy on my old iPad, but I've mm-hmm. got an iPad Pro, so. Oh yes, the Pro. Uh, I tell you what, I do want to play um, because what? I've downloaded it and I've only played uh, twenty minutes of it. Is a game so. called Thimbleweed Park. Okay. Uh, it's on the, it's actually on, I think it's on a few platforms. Um, it, it probably is on the iPad. It's basically a, um, um, uh, uh, what's his name? A, a, a LucasArts game, effectively. It's that okay. aesthetic. It's that exact aesthetic. It was, it was only released this year. Um, but it is the exact aesthetic for, uh, of, of a LucasArts um, game from the 90s where you have a bunch you of. You mean text. Like, a, like a puzzler? Well, it's like an RPG, like an RPG like a, yeah. So you have a like bunch of Monkey Island. Yes, exactly. So you have a bunch of text commands on the left hand side: look at, pick up, walk to, push, pull, open, close. And then on the right hand side, you've got your inventory. And then up top is the things that are happening. Uh, is the actual game, and um, that's what they've built. And the, there's multiple characters, and you switch between different characters, very much like something like Day of the Tentacle. Um, yep, yep. And it's quite funny, and it's it's all in this retro art style. I think it might even be set in the 80s, and it feels very, very Lucas Arts. Uh, it's not by them at all; it's a completely independent joint. But um, that I really want to complete. Um, so that's I think homework, that's my that's definitely my homework. That's your homework. Kick, kick back with a JD and Coke on the plane and oh. um, and play that. My homework, I think, if you'll accept this. And look, well, have you got anything to suggest? Otherwise, yes, I will uh, suggest something I need to do. Go I on. Want you to, I want you to um, finish your advent calendar. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do that. That's a given. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> that's fine. I'll do that. Okay. I can. I can do that. All right. Good. Do you want? <laughs> do, do you want me to take on anything else? No, I think. Uh, no, I don't want to overburden you, John. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I will be, I will be impressed to uh, and excited to see the results of that. Yeah. So uh, things I need to do are add the content, and then I need to shuffle the numbers up. Um, oh, because nice. one of the one of the great things about Grid, I've used, uh, I've just used a bullet list. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's obviously coming in sequentially. But then using the Grid, I can call each item into its into a specific box of mm-hmm. the Grid uh, through CSS rather than changing the HTML, which yeah. is which is nice. Um, yeah. I will do that. Wicked. All right. Happy days. Right. Well, I will speak to you on the leopard at some point. Yes. And then, uh, but in terms of this narrative arc, have a good trip. Thank you very much, mate. And uh, I will speak to you, uh, hopefully, from New York. You certainly will. All right, mate. Peace bye out. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.